Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Usha. Let's start episode 161 of Ask Vidas and Usha podcast. Um, we're continuing our discussion about the uh, preparations uh, that John from Australia, John Higgins, uh, is doing in order to be well prepared for his upcoming recital in April in our church, Vilnius University St. John's Church. In the previous podcast, we discussed the questions about um, the action heaviness, about uh, the situation with the swell pedal, right? about English-speaking listeners, and uh, if we can translate English-speaking uh, words uh, from John uh, that he will be saying in, in between of the pieces, right? And now uh, let's talk a little bit further. Uh, he asks uh, how many um, he asks uh, would people expect me to speak at the beginning of the recital and then play all the pieces or is it okay to play groups of three pieces and introduce each bracket, bracket of three pieces? If it takes a long time to walk from the organ loft this may not be possible unless there is a wireless microphone. So Osha it's a very simple situation, right? We have. Yes, we have a wireless microphone. No, it, it's a cord, mm-hmm. cord, cord uh, with a cord. Um, is, oh, is it with a cord? Yeah, it's it's old-fashioned microphone. You have to hold. Oh, it it's connected hand. to that speaker. I remember now. Yes. So the system is this: before the recital, um, I turn on on the lights, and we have the headlights uh, of. Is pointing to the both sides uh, of the to the organ light, uh, loft, and the beautiful organ facade is lighted in golden colors. Then, and then I take out the speaker from the inside of the organ and put uh, some place uh, close to the balcony um, balcony uh, rim, and then and then what happens? I connect the microphone and I recommend then probably you could do both ways you could uh, speak just at the beginning of the recital and then play all the pieces uh, of your program non-stop right or you could uh, talk between each of the pieces or between uh, some groups of the pieces like John says three pieces uh, and then play. What would you prefer, Osha? Well, if I would be a listener or if I would be a player. Because, you know, if I would be a player, then I would just talk at the beginning and then would play entire recital through. What about uh, for people? But if I would be a listener, I would prefer that somebody would speak maybe in a group of three pieces, as John suggested. And uh, I know what you mean. Uh, for for a player, uh, you concentrate better if you play non-stop. Yes. But it's also more difficult to concentrate for an hour, right? Non-stop. So if you p- talk and play, talk and play, talk and play, you kind of switch actions and activities, and can can start fresh than each piece. Well, it depends what it's easier for you to talk or to play. For me, it's easier to play than to talk. Of course, John is a great storyteller. It will be easy for him to talk. 
So what I would suggest that he would talk, you know, during recital as well. Mm-hmm. As many times as he wants, because we can translate it for people. Excellent. Another question that he had is that uh, about playing Bach's, Bach fugues on this organ. He says, uh, would you normally register the pedal with principal chorus and no couplers plus the pedal posaune or is this read too loud? Um, no, I wouldn't say it's too loud, right? If you have, let's say, a full principal chorus on the grade, like principal 16, 8, 4, 3, 2, and a mixture, maybe some flutes uh, to 8 and 4, and if you like, you could add a tears. Right? Yes, yes. Then... Uh, Which is on the right side, yes. Mm-hmm. You could also have uh, many stops in the pedals. 16 foot principal, 16 foot... Uh, another, uh, you know, wooden stop, and then maybe full bass of the 8-foot level, and then 4-foot uh, flout bass, and then you could add uh, posaune, right? Yes. Would you need also pedal coupler for this too? I wouldn't have pedal couplers. If I have a posaune already, so... It's not necessary unless you want to have even more pedal. For example, if you have a large pedal solo. Then yes, you could do that. Because at the moment our mixture, pedal mixture is is not working. Then you could add the capillary. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Great to the pedal. And then, of course... And then you could... Um, Use the pedal uh, coupler in in spa- spaces uh, when you need the manual coupler too. Third to to the grade, uh, third to the first coupler, and uh, two uh, principal courses combined then would need it, uh, and you would need more pedal power too. You see That's what I mean? right. Yes. If yes. you if you coupler coupler couple two manuals then you might probably need the pedal coupler as well yes excellent wonderful um, so nine weeks to go for for John for prepare uh, because of course uh, it's a long process to adjust adjust to the unfamiliar organ and we'll be talking about the next question how we prepare for our uh, international tours on an inter- unfamiliar instrument, especially where we don't have a lot of rehearsals scheduled, right? That's right. This summer we'll be going to St. Paul's Cathedral to play at L- in London and before that uh, we're going to to go to the oldest organ in the Baltic States. What yes, is it? it's Ugole in Latvia. Yeah, our friend uh, organ builder Janis Kalnins um, has restored this beautiful Cornelius Raneus organ from 1601 or 1701, I forget. It doesn't matter. Uh, well, like 200 <laughs> years older or oh. younger. Uh, but you it has this it. beautiful movable eagle. This reminds me of a duck. 
because that's as an eagle it, it seems too fat so I imagine that it's a duck you know with eagle wings oh I remember it's 1701 yes it's 1701 <laughs> uh, yeah so but we'll be talking about how we prepare for these unfamiliar instruments in the next conversation in the meantime go ahead and uh, try to practice some more because it's really a a wonderful day, right, Osha? You will be playing today some of the pieces, solo recital pieces on your program for upcoming Bach recital, and we'll be playing organ duet pieces. Oh, yes, that's right. Uh, everyone knows you're playing uh, E-flat major prelude and fugue by Bach. How is that going for you? Well, it's going well. I, I just have to repeat the time after time, just to keep myself in, sh- in a good shape. It's not a big deal. Uh, yes, it's not a big deal. Uh, it was a big deal, you know, last year when I played it after uh, like 10 years of uh, not playing it. And you were scheduled to play this piece in uh, Notre Dame in Paris. Yes, that's true. In a couple of years. Yes. So, wonderful piece, wonderful instrument, too. Uh, and, Osha, what about our duets? Uh, are you enjoying uh, the quick uh, runs with your right hand from the Bach arias <laughs> we're playing together? Are you teasing me? <laughs> of course. That's my, that's my character, always. Yes, we are working on two duets from Cantata 140, which is probably my most favorite cantata by G.S. Bach. Vahitov. Yes, Vahetov. You remember, guys, uh, BWV 645 is taken from this... Um, Schubler, it's the Schubler, Schubler Choral. Yeah, middle movement from this cantata. And uh, we're playing uh, our organ duet arrangements. Yes, uh, and we are playing one which has a nice oboe ritornel. Ritornello? Ritornello, and another one which has violin ritornello. And I play that ritornello with my right hand mm-hmm. in both of these duets, and then with my left hand I'm playing, you know, one of the soloists, the, I think the women part mm-hmm. of, of, of soloist, because these are sort of like duets between bass and soprano, and of that, you know... Ritornello of a solo instrument, and then of course there is a continuo part. So with this is playing a continuo part and doing one of the soloists, the bass soloist, and I'm doing the other two. So my 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 sort of role is more virtuoso, and I'm not I'm not enjoying it so far. Maybe I will <laughs> when I will learn that text. Are you enjoying the third aria? Uh, you remember from the... Uh, it's called Mein Gläubiges Herze. Um, I don't remember the number of the cantata, uh, but we have to uh, read from the C-clef. Yes. Actually, it's okay, because uh, when I have a C-clef, I have only one voice. And then later on, when I have a virtuoso part and two voices... I have two treble clefs, so that's fine with me. What about you? Uh, in my part uh, of the third con- this aria, 
or duet, uh, probably I need only two bass claps, no C claps for me, um, which is easier than. But I don't mind uh, C claps. I enjoy them. Uh, it takes a little bit of more time to to get used to them, especially in uh, you know live situation when you play in public. But it's not a big deal anymore for me. Um, but playing together with you, it's really fun, uh, especially to see how your right hand is running all in all passages up and down. Yes, and now when we are talking about claps, I remember that funny story when it just happened when you just started blogging, your organ blog. Mm-hmm. I remember you were talking about or writing about claps, and instead of bass clef, you just left that B letter, you know, just by accident. Ah, and, I, I and, see. And when you did a spell check, it still, you know, showed that it's okay because such a word exists. And when you received a letter from one of your readers, you know, telling, oh, with us, you know, look at this. What this is a new clef that starts not with a B letter, but with a letter A. Exactly. And it was a funny... Funny, funny joke. I felt embarrassed. <laughs> I know. But uh, uh, corrected my my typo right away. Yes, that's funny. Excellent, guys. So we're going to stop this recording now and uh, go ahead and uh, practice some duets and solo uh, pieces. And uh, we hope you'll you'll do the same, right? Yes. Please send us more of your questions. We love helping you grow. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen.